This show is brought to you by our sponsor, Bitheads. They are a staple in the tech community I come from and have done incredible work over the past 18 years with some of the largest brands in the world, including The Simpsons, Tapped Out, Box, Optimal Payments, The New York Times, among many, many, many others. All told, they've built over 500 solutions from enterprise to entertainment. I'm proud to have them as a part of Untether.tv. Please support us by supporting them. Go to bitheads.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Untether.tv. I'm your host and founder, Rob Woodbridge. This is a special episode, special on a number of occasions. One, because of my guest, uh, Ellie Portnoy, who is the president of ThinkNear, which is a telnav company. You've heard him here many times before. That's the first reason why it's special. The second reason why it's special is that they have just, this is ThinkNear, has just released the Location Score Index for the third quarter of 2014, their second Location Score Index, and we're going to be talking about that me bring him in here ellie welcome back my friend thank you it's great to be back well i am uh, i'm psyched about this because uh you know obviously what we want is complete transparency in this industry especially when it comes to uh targeting uh, uh location-based ads onto mobile devices we want this to actually be a growth industry not a burden um so thank you for doing this i can't thank you enough for actually you know bringing up the large elephant in the room which is accuracy so thank you for doing this i really appreciate it let's sure. talk about last uh, quarter um the results of last quarter and then we're going to work our way up to this quarter uh, and uh and you know some good news we think for this industry so what were some of the results last quarter that you noticed that was that i seem to think and remember were, were very alarming yeah well when we looked at the entire industry we we ended up with a score of a 49, which meant that oh, about 34% of impressions were accurate to within 100 meters, but the vast majority were not. And we had impressions um, you know, off by over 100,000 meters. And I, I think it was the first time that publicly um, the industry was made aware of the fact that you know, targeting by location is a lot more than just targeting. Like you actually need to make sure the underlying data is correct um, because there's just, there was just so much dirty data. And so it was, I think, somewhat eye-opening for a bunch of folks. Yeah, when we talk about that kind of distance, some up to six miles away, that's the difference between it, it, it being in, in, say, midtown Manhattan and, and uh, you know, western New Jersey, right? Uh, you know, uh, completely missing the mark. That, that is an unbelievable uh, distance and, uh, and not so happy. So when you guys came out with those numbers, what was the reaction from the community? Um, so I think there was a lot of shock. And um, just uh, folks were surprised. I think for a very long time, people were just um, taking it at face value that if you were trying to target by location, you actually were targeting where you wanted to. And um, so there was a lot of shock. There was surprise. Um, and then very quickly, we started seeing the reaction change to, well, what should we do about it? What questions should we be asking? Um, how can we make sure this isn't happening to us? And that's when I started getting really excited because that, that's when I felt like we were actually going to be able to impact change um, through this score. Because it, it, you know, for us, this, this report is about bringing transparency to the industry, because if we can do that, then more and more folks are working and thinking about the right problems, and then the industry gets better, and then all of a sudden ROI gets better for everyone involved, and then all of a sudden the market grows and the pie is bigger. So um, I was really excited when the reaction turned from shock and disbelief to, okay, well, what should we do about this? 
Did you hear it from everybody, from agencies, from consumers? I mean, wh where was the, the brunt of the conversation happening? Yeah, it, it was it was amazing. Like so, so very shortly after we released the location score index, um, we got emails and calls and all sorts of even LinkedIn messages from our our clients, our agencies, clients we'd never worked with, agencies we'd never worked with, um, competitors, um, folks in the industry. Um, just a tremendous amount of inbound interest around. Well, what is this, and how can we get smarter about it? Yeah, so obviously uh, a quarter has gone by now and, and a lot of movement has happened here. We start to see this. I would say that the industry isn't mature, but it's certainly maturing faster as a result of what you guys produced a quarter ago. Wouldn't you say? I think so. I mean, it, it's fascinating Then the last quarter the IAB came out with like the questions, you, the 12 questions you should ask as an agency buyer or a media buyer of um, the ad networks you work with around location accuracy and the MMA formed the location accuracy committee. Like things are starting to change. Things are happening. Come on. So this is all rooted, do you think, because of the very first report that you guys pushed out? I don't know if it's all I, so I would love to take credit for it because I like to take credit for everything but the reality is that um, this is a big issue and I think location score index played a role in bringing visibility to the issue and um, it's a big enough issue that folks had to react and so whether it was because of the index or because it was just the right time right place um, it all happened very soon thereafter. All right so what happened this quarter that you put a smile on your face Ellie? Yeah, so um, the great news is that the index went up from 49 to a 55, which is um, really dramatic and significant if you actually look at the underlying data. So the way we compile the, the location score index is we look at five different buckets of location accuracy, anywhere from zero to 100 meters, 100 to 1,000 meters, 1,000 to 10,000, 10,000 to 100,000, and for above to 100,000. And what we do is we uh, see what percent of the inventory falls into each bucket it and you get a, a point based on where you fall in and so 49 to a 55 might not sound like a dramatic increase but what actually means is that the percent of inventory that fell into the zero to 100 bucket went from 34 percent to 46 percent that means that we went from about a third of all inventory being really accurate to almost half of all inventory being really accurate and that's a very very dramatic increase and it just means that there's a lot more opportunity to do some really cool things in mobile so it was very, I, I got to tell you, just before we go any further, that uh, that uh, going from 49 to 55 f with, for me through high school and university was very significant, man. It was huge, <laughs> very significant. And it was only on half of my classes that that happened. But that's a different story. So uh, from, from 34 to 46%, uh, that's at the very hyper-local, very, I mean, exactly where you want the growth to happen. What happened to the rest of it? Because, you know, there are companies and there are uh, agencies and advertisers that are targeting broader than, than the last 100 meters. Yeah, so that's the other great, great thing. So the regional, which is 1,000 to 10,000 meters, which is really like DMA level stuff, that's actually where most of the... Um, where most of the growth in hyperlocal came from. So a lot of the regional stuff, like basically stuff that was probably IP derived or or just not great, went into the hyperlocal and everything else pretty much stayed the same. So you basically just substituted stuff that wasn't great um, for really good stuff and, and the rest stayed the same. Local, which is a hundred to a thousand, stayed at exactly the same percent at nine percent. Multi-regional went from, which is a 10,000 to a hundred thousand, went from 20 percent to 16 percent. The only one that took a little bit of a step back was national, which is stuff that's just totally inaccurate. Um, basically over 100,000 meters, that went from 7% to 11%. And I don't have a good reason why that happened. 
No, and, and uh, you know, I think that uh, as you go through this a couple of more quarters, you'll start to get a baseline of understanding for these things, right? Exactly. Yeah. What about, uh, you, you know, this, this quarter seems to have been the quarter of the emergence of the beacon, right? And, and, and that hyper-local, very targeted environment, you know, mostly in, in uh, shopping centers or stores. How, how is that going to play into what you guys are doing with the location score? Well, I think it only helps. I think when beacons are fully deployed and all of a sudden there's an opportunity to get even more granular location data, it's just another sensor, another data um, output that allows app developers and publishers to get even more accurate data. So uh, maybe the next index will have a, you know, I don't even know what to call it, but a, <laughs> a super hyperlocal score, which is zero to 10 meters. And hopefully we'll see a bunch of inventory there, but um, it only helps. It'll be down to the centimeters, so you'll get the bubblegum rack, right? It'll be that 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 narrow eventually. Um, so exactly. we're at, we're at fifty five, um, and uh, you, you know from the report, you, you guys talk about this fact that it's it's much easier, and it is like if you follow baseball, it's much easier to you know to grow your batting average early on in the season than later in the season. So same thing here goes where it's easier to go from twenty five to thirty five than it will be to go from seventy five to eighty five. Uh, so you know should we be getting excited about fifty five? Um, and and it's just going to get more difficult to increase this number, isn't it? It, it absolutely is. So right now, like like I said, I think the number to focus on is the percent of traffic that falls into the hyperlocal bucket, and that's at 46%. So there's still clearly quite a bunch of room to grow um, from 46 to 100%, and, and we'll get there, and that will drive the total location score up. I think the other numbers to focus on, and this is where it's starting to get really tough to get improvement, is at the category level. So um, when we looked at the shopping category, that actually had a location score of 95, which is really, really high. It's very tough to imagine that going up. And technology and computing had an 83. That's also really high. So when you start breaking it down by category, you start seeing that you know some of these are going to be hard to move up. But there's still a lot of room for growth in the hyperlocal category generally, and I, I do think we'll continue to see improvement um, over the coming quarters. All right, Ellie, last question here. What, what, what's a good number? What should we be striving for? 100% may not be attainable, but is, is 65, is 75? And I, I take math scores and uh, transcripts out of this because 55 was good for me. But is, is, uh, what, what's a good number for you? What makes you happy? Where do you shut this down? Yeah, well, I think the... Uh, the real answer is that it's very campaign specific. So I think that what advertisers should be looking for in their campaign really depends on what they're trying to do. And so if they're trying to target um, folks who are in a car dealership, you know, they need a score of 90 plus. If they're trying to target people three miles from a McDonald's, um, that's probably somewhere in the 70 to 80 percent. And that would translate into a, um, an actual targeting score, meaning their impressions are exactly where they want them to be within that three mile radius of, you know, 95 percent plus. So it really depends on a campaign. When we talk about the industry average, I think realistically, you know, in the space we operate in, there's always going to be bad data. Um, and so, you know, getting somewhere in the 65, 75 percent range would mean that there is a very, very large percent of traffic that's actually happening in hyperlocal. And then you've got a little bit in the other buckets. And I think that's probably um, going to be a great place for us to, to strive as an industry to get to. But I, I don't think the goal should be 100 percent just because I think that's um, that's likely going to be very difficult to get to. That was my feeling in high school and university as well. Why try? No, just joking. 65 to 75. Uh, where can people get their hands on a copy of this, Ellie? Uh, so we set up a website called locationscore.com and they can go there and download it. And we've got a whole bunch of good stuff and good data there. 
locationscore.com. Ellie, thank you for coming back on. I really appreciate doing this last minute during a busy time for you. Thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. Thank you, Rob. Always love being on your show. Oh, well, you can come anytime, every day. We'll do a Rob and Ellie show every day. <laughs> We've been speaking with Ellie Portnoy, who is the president of Think Near. Go to locationscore.com or thinknear.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. Ellie, thank you for being a part of this once again. We'll see you next time on untether.tv.